Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and this week I have with me Brian Case, who you all know, and Hazel Anna from the Summit to Swamp uh, Obstacle Course Race. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank doing you. great. Right on. So, hey, Zana, why don't you tell us real quick, just give us a quick rundown of who, who you are. Um, well, we live in Randall, Washington, and my family and I um, raise cattle and beef. And um, I have two kids, a 17-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter. And... This kind of came about because one day some friends that have done different runs um, said, you have a great place to do this. We should um, create something here. <laughs> and uh, so the rest is history, I guess. We're, we're working on creating something that people will really like and enjoy and come back year after year for. That's awesome. Oh no, there's more. I don't know what else you want to know. We um, we started in 2017 just doing a um, kind of a cross country fundraiser. So we had a five mile course, and it was mainly running. We really didn't have any obstacles except for natural obstacles, and it went extended down through our property to the river. So we had sand and hills and mud and grass, and, um, more like a trail course. And then um, last year, I started getting online and looking at the different obstacles that um, you guys participate in, Spartan and, um, you know, Warrior Dash and test matter and all those different things and I'm like okay so what can we do here that would give um, give more challenge than what we did and so we just started building and my husband is amazing he has lots of things on our farm that we call inventory and so we started building things and the local tire shop brought us truckloads of tires and we just used our imagination and tried to get creative and use the landscape as much as possible to help make obstacles that would be fun and maybe a little thrilling here and there and challenging. And um, so this year we're going to try to do even better. And we, we did an exit survey last year to try to find out what people liked, what people felt we could improve on. And so we're taking all of those comments very seriously. And Brian has given me a lot of um, good pointers about um, different aspects of the runs that, that the, the participants look for. And I just, I can't thank him enough because he reached out to, he just reached out and said, hey, you know, we're here. Um, and I kind of poured out my whole story of what we were about. And he says, well, I think we can help you out in certain areas. And 
Um, and Russ Blatt from OCR Buddy reached out and put me on his race directors group so that I could talk with some of them about different things that they encounter as far as issues and solutions. And um, a lady from um, Barber Beasts on the Bay, Laura, in Erie, Pennsylvania, she was kind enough to talk to me for over two hours on sponsorships and stuff. So it's just an amazing community. Um, the more I become involved in um, the, the people, or meeting, you know, meeting different people like you guys, um, the more, I, the more attracted I am to it. Um, I've, I've not done an obstacle course race myself as far as a, a very competitive one. I've done one and that was for a friend. And um, I'm actually tempted to start training because I just see the camaraderie and the fun that um, all you guys post on Instagram and different things, and um, it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I'm excited be. about this year. Like yeah, I hear some horror stories too from you guys <laughs> <laughs> about. So we all have those good races and bad races. I mean, you know. We have the good races, the bad races, the ones that go perfectly, the others that we come out with injuries or whatever, but it keeps us coming back. Right. Yeah, so, we love so the good and the bad. Yeah. I'm just really looking, um, trying really hard to um, do something that not only will bring an event to our community, um, but something that um, your guys' community is excited about coming to. You know, I want to have enough yeah. enough challenge and enough um, good obstacles that people feel it was really worth their while to come. But I also want to have stuff that our local community, maybe people who have never done anything before, they've kind of always wanted to try, but they were afraid to, that they can come out into an environment and just play. So. Yeah. That, that's why we are doing the unlimited run. So from 9 to 4 on Saturday, April 27th, it's unlimited run. We just ask that you run the course completely one time, and then you can go play on it wherever you want to. So do it as many times as you want to, or um, go over the obstacles that you just couldn't quite get or that you liked or you had fun with and we have no age limit so we are really trained hard to um, encourage families to get out and do something together yeah so speaking of the obstacles i mean well actually before we do that brian i haven't heard anything from you what are your thoughts on all this uh I was just really happy that I was able to find the race. I have a near and dear place in my heart for local races. I just absolutely love them. You know, I like Spartan, I like Tough Mudder, but I love local races and I love yeah. helping them grow and I want them to stick around because I've seen so many races 
you know, just die off. And I hate seeing that happen. Oh, so I agree. And that's kind of my I can do too. to help. Yeah, so whatever I can do to help, whatever the team can do to help, you know, we need to get out there. And, and yeah. if you've gone to the website and seen the pictures of the obstacles of Summit to Swamp, I'm really excited for the race. I have a little bit. Well, I want to see more. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, we, that's one thing we need to work on is getting photographers because um, last year all of my volunteers were my wonderful family and friends. And our training consisted of um, 15 minutes before the race pretty much saying, okay, well, you're going here, you're going here, and you guys take lots of pictures and videos. And, you know, it's, um, it, I've done other events before that are just real small things, but when you have 50 plus volunteers ranging from in their 70s to, you know, 12 year olds, it's, it's a whole different animal. <laughs> and yeah. so we, we got some pictures, um, not necessarily a lot of high quality ones so and not all of the obstacles either i was kind of disappointed about that but, yeah pictures always seem to be be a thing that they're, they're the hardest thing to get you know at, at venues you either got ones that are too expensive ones that are too cheap or it's one of those like there's not an, everyone feels there's not enough of them. But I mean, anyone that tries to get pictures for people is, is good in, in my book. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing you brought up the, the extent is we want this to be an event that the whole family can come to and not feel like they're getting raked over the coals or dinged for every dollar. So we really tried yeah. hard to keep the, the prices low and especially low for the kids and then there's your parking is free the spectators that come with you are free so you can bring your whole family even if they don't want to run um, we have t-shirts medals you'll get fed and a drink um, we have live music after um, and the photos will all be shared so i'll i don't know how yet whether i'll do it on my on my website or some other form like Snug Mug or something, Dropbox or whatever, but everybody will have the opportunity to download their photos for free. <laughs> and last year, I was kind of giggling about this earlier, last year we were basically no budget. We were just doing everything on a shoestring. And um, so I'm like, well, we don't need bibs. Why do we need renter bibs? We'll, we'll just put the numbers on their hands and it'll be no big deal. And then um, one, if I don't know the people and they don't have a number on them, how do I know even how to you know, send them pictures or get in touch with them or who it is so I can label them on the picture or anything? And I'm like, well, dummy, let's fix that next year. And so this year, the plan is to have race bids that are customized. You can put your name or your nickname on. Um, so you have that option at registration. 
And then the other thing, the other thing with the bids is we had some people drive in our driveway and park, and they just wandered out into the course. And um, my daughter-in-law, she goes, um, "There's some people out there, and we have no clue who they are." And we went and asked who they were, and they said, "Oh, well, we know." Guy, guys, my husband, we know Guy from way back, and we heard he lived here now, so we just thought we'd come see what was going on. They had their kids on the obstacles. <laughs> so we'll have a large spectator area this year, but, uh, you know, we live and learn. And, um, and that's kind of it, you know. You kind of, issues happen, and I mean, that, that shows a good, a good plan. It's like, okay, something happened, something go right, let's see how we can fix this the next year. So it's good, you know, things right. happen, you just got to fix it later. Right. So, so one of the things um, with all the different spectators that I've talked to that have gone to races, like um, family members that want to go support a participant, they all said, well, yeah, we watch and take off and we can basically see the last obstacle, but other than that, we're just standing around waiting for them to come back. Yeah. And so we're like, how can we fix that? You know, how, how can we fix it so the spectators have fun too? So our plan is to have big screen TVs and um, do live remote on like Facebook or, or whatever medium we can and send it back to the computer so it'll play up on the live screen. And then oh, cool. also, well, hopefully, if we can make it work. And then oh, yeah. there's there's programs out there where you can take pictures and and hashtag it and then send it into um, basically the base computer. And then we can have a rolling slideshow too of everything that's going on that that participants and volunteers send back. So, oh, that's cool. um, I, yeah, I, I hope, you know, I'm just hoping. And then, too, the, the way the course is set up, it will basically run um, around the spectator area. And so um, we're probably going to try to bunch some of the obstacles around the spectator area so that people can see things firsthand. Um, one thing that, that Laura from Beats on the Bay said, she said that um, they had a lot of their volunteers convert over to runners because they would go out there to help and then they'd see how much fun everybody was having and they would, um, they would run the course the next year. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to have the, the, the spectator. I've seen more and more rates to start doing this where the spectators can see more of the course where they have, you know, basically a a bunch of obstacles, you know, a group of them that basically run around like the festival, like the spectator area. So that as people are coming through, the spectators can see more. So it's like you said, I mean, there's a lot of courses that you go to. It's like you see the people take off and then you see them finish one or two obstacles as they finish. And that's it. So. Right. It's cool to have ones in the middle that everyone can kind of see too. Yeah. Right on. So, so um, 
Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, what kind of obstacles can we be looking for? I mean, I know you said you got a lot of tire stuff and, you know, tires and stuff like that, but what what kind of obstacles will we be looking forward okay, to here? Okay, so I'll, um, I plan to have a map coming out, and, and I'll post that on the site and, and give you guys a heads up so you can let your guys know. But um, right now, the, from the start line, there will be a couple obstacles just to kind of thin out the group, and then it will head up the hill and straight straight up. I don't want to call it a rock face because it's not a cliff, but it's an old rock slide, and mm -hmm. so it it gains like 400 feet of elevation like right now, <laughs> and so nice. so that's that's natural obstacles. So that that's the rock slide, and then we go up on the hill further, and I'll try to have something up there. I'm not sure yet, and then you come down quite a steep hill and head out into the field and out there I want to have nets and the zip line and um, we have the water so we have mud mounds you know the deep trenches where you and then you climb up the mud we'll have um, some of the big Laterno tires so a lot of balance stuff um, and some crawling stuff for the mud right <laughs> and um, lots of water out there. We have a creek out there, too. Last year we did um, these little boats that were three inner tubes with a piece of plywood on, and you had to stand or sit on the plywood and paddle your way across the creek. And um, the, <laughs> the volunteer out there, she didn't quite understand. Um, and the first three guys that went through, they swam the creek. And so they ended up doing the course like three times. And when I saw them again, I said, no, guys, the boat is the obstacle because it was pretty tippy. So um, so we'll try to incorporate some things into the, the creek and, and that. And then I plan to have a photo op out there where everybody's muddy because when we come back towards the spectator area, um, then it will be kind of zigzag back and forth across the creek, um, wall climbs, balancing. Um, there, there's a lot that I keep seeing, the, the floating walls. I, and I, some of them, I don't know what you guys, what the names for them are, but um, um, there, there will be a lot of things as similar as I can get to the things people are training for. Um, I saw some of the stuff on on your clip, Mike, on on some of the little clips you've done for training at home. And, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm just getting ideas. I, I've got there will be definitely over 30 obstacles, but I've got a list of over 50 that I want to. I don't know that that will happen, but the list is there, and <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just finding a place to put it and then being able to use what we have or getting some sponsors to get some extra materials. Um, we use stuff in the trees. Um, last year we hung, we hung tires in a, 
I don't know how to explain it on the phone, but the tires were in a row, but they were suspended um, on the right and left side by trees. And so you had to basically get across the row of tires um, and, and they're they're loose and they're swinging. So yeah. that's not a very good explanation. But then we have a 30 foot um, tire wall. Oh yeah, yeah, we did have a video on the on the website on the trial or on my Facebook page. I don't think it's up on the website. On the Summit Swamp Facebook page, there's a video there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it says um trial runs are priceless. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then there's um there's some more steep hills. There's um one last year we called it Rock Face Revenge. It's basically a ropes and a a cargo net going up um, a pretty steep um, hillside rock face. And um, and then coming back down through a few more. From, so this is going back up the hill all the way to the top again. And then you'll come back down and there's a 150 foot water slide. And um, Last year, it kind of came down in a curve into a pool, and of course, we'd had um, my kids testing it, you know, so they aren't that big. But we had a we had a guy come down who was a little bit bigger, had a little more momentum, and he actually hit the pool and then slid into the hay bales, slid out of the pool and into the hay bales <laughs> behind it, and. Uh, that, I wish I'd had that one on video. That was classic. This year, I think we're going to try to make a little bit of a jump. So you come down the slope and and launch into a pool. That will definitely make big enough this year. <laughs> and then um, I and that will bring it right back down into the spectator area. And then the final obstacle. I want to do um, some kind of a climb up to the top, and we have this this dinner bell that ma makes a a gong that you can hear for I swear you can hear it for a mile or more. Um, <laughs> and my mom and dad used to bring us out of the field with that before we had the phones. But um, I'm going to put that up on the top so that when you finish, you get to ring the bell. And then have a, a photo op there. So hopefully lots of photo ops this year. Because that was one of the things that people said. They said, well, there was no before and after pictures. I'm like, okay, we'll fix that for you. Yeah, we're, we're in the Instagram world now where if it didn't, there's no picture, it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Everyone's got to have their pictures. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm from the age that I'm really glad there was no pictures on phones when I was a teenager. So there's a lot of evidence that I'm really glad doesn't exist. I think it probably kept a lot of us out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, one thing uh, that I should mention is the jackpot race that we're going to um, try. So everybody that wants to enter will put in 10 bucks and then it will be a race for cash. 
And so we'll have a men's, men's division start at 8 and the women's at 8.20. And um, so that will include all of the obstacles because um, we want it, we don't want anybody tied up behind an obstacle that um, only one person can go on at a time. You know, we want it to be a, a good race. So we probably have 10 to 15 actual race obstacles. And um, the, the key to that, though, is that um, rather than doing burpees or something like that, the, the goal is to complete the obstacles. Um, so, so if somebody finishes with all the obstacles complete, let's say only five people completed all the obstacles, because they only get two tries to complete them. So, so only five people completed all the obstacles, then the fastest time of those five will win. It doesn't matter if somebody came in with the fastest time if they didn't complete all the obstacles. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Or did I lose you? Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. It's, so. it's one of the arguments that's going for the, the competitive and all that kind of stuff for a while on the 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 complete that so you have to complete an obstacle, the manual completion. So, no, I get it. I, I agree completely. So. so, anyway, that that ought to be good. And um, hopefully that will give the people who are, are uh, have that serious competitive streak something, you know, something for them. And then nice. everybody else who just wants to play, they can have their playtime too. I shouldn't say play; it's not easy. <laughs> no, but it's fun. Yeah. I completely understand. So one thing yeah. I'd like to bring up that hasn't been brought up yet: we have people, you know, traveling as far as. Bellingham and you know Salem, Oregon, and you have on-site camping. Yes, yes, we do. And for anybody who volunteers, um, the camping will be free, and then the volunteers will have, and their families, of course, but the volunteers will have all day Sunday free on the course. So, and and we do have hot showers as well. That was and a I personally free hot love that. <laughs> I personally that? love that plan. That's the. I personally love that plan. That's the plan that I. I'm going for to volunteer and have a play day the next day. Yeah. Good. Good. And I know yeah, I've talked to good. a few people, and they're excited for that as well. Awesome. Yeah. That's where a lot of people run into is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked in Randall yet, but I'm sure there's not a, a plethora of hotels to stay in. But No. <laughs> no, there's not. There's a few in Morton, which is 20 miles west. But if you want to yeah. stay for the music, you probably don't want to go drive. 
later. Yeah, it is a little bit of a drive, but that's what makes it fun too. Is I mean, you get the whole day, it's a whole experience rather than you yeah. know just yeah. And it's Randall is a little bit of a hike out there, so I mean, being able to you know camp and stay out there would be cool. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, and we have plenty of room. Um, I'm going to have the volunteer registration up soon. I, I won't give a date, but soon. That's one of the things I'm working on. Um, and then the volunteers will get um, T-shirts at the minimum. We're trying to trying to get enough sponsors so we can do sweatshirts because in April it's well, kind of cool. And so we're hoping maybe for the volunteers we can actually get sweatshirts. And um, they volunteers will be fed all day um, and then the free camping and and if anybody wants to come out the Saturday before the event um, I'm going to do a volunteer training we're going to pre-run the course so if anybody's close enough and you want to come out and pre-run the course then um, we're going to do that and have a little potluck or something hang out yeah, I don't, nice. I'm not probably not that close enough, but I'm planning on being there anyway. Okay. <laughs> see, for, let's see, where where are you at, Brian? Um. Where do you live? I'm in Auburn. I think I'm two hours away. Okay. Yeah, about that. Well, well, if you come down, if you come down through um, Gallup and and LB and Morton. Yeah. It's, about, yeah. it's still about two hours. Yeah, I it think is. it'll be I mean, worth I've been the drive. So I've been out to Morton. It's been a few years, but I've been out to Morton to do comedy, and it, it was a hike. I remember the comedian that was with me was about an hour into the drive. He was looking at me like, we're not going to comedy. You're just taking me out in the woods to kill me, aren't you? So <laughs> I know it's and out that, there. That road can look like that. Yeah. That you come down yeah. from from Chill, that, you know Highway Seven and down through there, it can look like that. But um, yeah, yeah. But you know, we laugh because from from Randall, um, Chehalis is an hour away. Tacoma or Puyallup is an hour and a half. Portland's two hours. So um, it's no biggie for us. But you know, coming the other way where you guys are used to having everything close, it's it's a little jaunt. It is, but that's what makes it fun. So it's something different. You're not going to the the same place that you go to all the time, and that's that's right. what I like. That's why you know that's why I've traveled through so many races because I'm going to some place I've never been. But it's like Brian said, I'm kind of at that point where I've traveled enough, you know, and I, I want to do I want to do more vocal races. So it's really refreshing for me to see more local races like this popping up. And it's like, hey, you know, I can do just as many races as I do every year without ever leaving Washington State. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was amazed at actually how many there are as you, you know, look through OCR Buddy or Med Run Guide or just different right. events. 
event pages and stuff. And it's like, wow, yeah. I had no idea. But um, yeah, it's becoming a big thing. So, I Brian, I don't know if you had gotten the the codes out to people yet. Yes, I have. For discounts, okay. All right. So but if you anybody can repeat them again. Yeah, if anybody hasn't gotten those, um, the the code for five dollars off the an adult run or an adult registration is beast. So B E A S T S, and then until February fifteenth, um, it's fifteen percent off the whole family, and so that's beast F A M. So beast fam. And just put those codes in on registration and give a break there. Which will be good. And that's cool. This this order is very expensive and we appreciate any break we can get. Oh yeah. And I'll make sure when I when I post the episode that I put those on there too, so that oh, we okay. have them so people can see those those discounts. So yeah. Great. So, did you have any other questions or comments that you had, Brian? That, that is all I can think of right now. Um, I right. just hope, you know, people get out there. I hope people sign up, volunteer, camp, make this a, we can make this an annual base thing. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the podcast with Kelly Cole and she said that some events just become a habit. You yeah. know, and I thought, oh that's so cool. That 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 would be great. And our location out here is so pretty. I mean you guys look at Rainier all the time, but we have we have Adams right in our right out our front yard. And um, oh, yeah. it's just just a cool place. Yeah, if you see my Facebook or Instagram, there's pictures of Rainier all the time because my <laughs> drive into work and home from work from, you know, you just get beautiful views of Rainier from out here in Charlotte. So, yeah. yeah. So one of the views is right on our web website, and I took that from up on the hill um, one morning when we were building trail. So that's at summit2small.com. But that, that's our cover page photo. Okay. And then you have a, a Facebook page too, correct? Yes. Summit to Swamp. Yeah. So we'll make sure that everyone gets out to that so they can see what this is all about. I think it would be awesome, like you said, to get make this a beast tradition. Just get them out there. Yeah, you know. absolutely. And, and the website is a, a work in progress, so there will be more stuff as I'm able to do it. Um, yeah. It's just kind no, of I a kind of a um, one person show at times. And the kids the kids are forced labor, but they're it's amazing how creative they are on some of these things. Oh yeah, kids are they they're really good when they're they're focused, but once they're not focused on it anymore, it becomes forced label and labor and they yeah. I know that, how that is true. That is so true. Like I said, my my youngest, his birthday, his seventeenth birthday actually is the day of the 
the some at the swamp. So, um, yeah, he's one of those. If he's focused on it, I mean, he is one of the most, you know, just the ideas he come up he comes up with are amazing on certain things. But if he's not focused and he and you're forcing him to do it, he's like, I don't care, Dad. So yeah. 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 So yeah. So if, if you can talk him into coming for his birthday, we'll make sure he has a nice big birthday cake. Of course, you make cakes, right? I do. Oh, you have been doing your research. I do it. I do sometimes. I I used to do it a lot more. It's been a little less uh, as of lately, but occasionally you know, I'll go back and make a cake. It's, I don't think I've ever actually made one from Benton just because he's he's picky. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's really weird about. He has like weird things that he wants, and I'm like, yeah, that's too complicated for me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I do make them sometimes. So it's it's fun. It's something that I, my mom had me learn how to do when I was a teenager. So I love to cook and I love to, to make cakes. I love that kind of thing. It's just kind of one of those things. So, yeah. So. That's awesome. So what do yeah. you do for hobbies, Brian? Yeah, what does Brian do? Uh, I work out and do OCR races. <laughs> oh, Brian! Uh, you you cut me off guard with that one. Yeah, we caught you off guard by asking what your hobbies are. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's pretty much what you do, though. It's OCR races and well, more OCR races and working out, but. Which you know, says good. Yeah. I need to get I need to get more on those hobbies. I'm I'm doing okay. I've been losing weight this year, but I need to do better. So yeah, we we can all do better. Right. I've slacked off during the holidays. I'm getting back into it. Yeah, I'm down about 15 pounds since the New Year. So you know, I'm working at it. That's awesome. I'm. Yeah. I've been following on Instagram a bunch of the pictures, a bunch of the OCR pictures, and and um, some of the workout stuff. Just it it absolutely amazes me. Um, just what people can train their bodies to do, and it actually yeah. is quite inspiring. See, Brian, see that's it. Me and Brian are like two opposite ends of that spectrum. Like, Brian can get his body to do a lot of more stuff that my body won't do yet, so I'm working <laughs> on it, but I think we're about the same age and like two different levels, so, yeah. yeah I'm not definitely. hearing any words over there. No, Brian's not um, arguing. He's like, yeah, Brian's right. being very but, humble. <laughs> I'm trying to be humble, yes. Um, I, many years ago, I was in a, I was in a bad place, and I worked really hard to fix that. Yes. And this is awesome. That's great. So, what would you guys, um, just knowing what I've said here, but what would you guys like to see here? 
um, or or at any race, I guess. What what's the important part? More obstacles, more bling, more I don't know what. Yeah, I know the bling was one thing that we've already discussed, and mm -hmm. I I hope your bling turns out uh, very nice. But I noticed, you know, when I first contacted you, that wasn't something you offered, and I was glad I was able to talk you into that. Right. Because I, we are I very... did not understand the importance that the medals are to the racers. Yeah, we are very oh, yeah. prideful for our Medal Monday. Yes, we are. I have an entire wall that is pretty much covered with, with medals. That's awesome. Oh, and and when Mike and I spoke the other day, we were talking about medals for the volunteers. So, um, because the volunteers will be running the course on Sunday, that is going to be put in there as medals for the volunteers. That yeah. is awesome. That is definitely yeah, awesome. A lot of times the volunteers, like, you know, when I volunteered for other races, it's so I could get that that free entry. But with that free entry, you want, you, you want that medal. So you say, hey, you know, I may volunteer, but I still did the race. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's like I said, if it's medals would become kind of like the, uh, kind of like pictures. If you don't have the medal, it didn't happen. But, you know. Right. And that's, yeah. it's a big thing, you know. A lot of people in the OCR community pretty much like you say, hey, will you do this? Is there a medal and a t-shirt? Is their first question. <laughs> right. Well, I almost <laughs> forgot. Um, there's something we want to do because I, I was thinking about, okay, so everybody goes and runs, but nobody really knows who anybody is unless they're an outgoing personality and they walk up and say hi. So how do we how do we not only um let the people everybody who ran have their little bit of um recognition that they accomplished it and plus let everybody know who they are, where they're from. You know, maybe maybe some people that are close together don't even no, they aren't part of the beast group or whatever, or maybe maybe they would join if they knew that that was out there. So um, I don't know what we'll call it yet. Maybe you guys can help me name it. Um, I thought about the Walk of Fame. I thought about the Warrior Walk or something else. You guys come up with something. Help me with that. But we want to take everybody across the stage and, and let them speak at the microphone, who they are, how old they are, if they want to, where they're from, maybe what their favorite obstacle was or something like that, and then receive their medal. And um, I don't know how that will work, but we're going to try it. Yeah. Well, that would be an interesting one to try. And it's kind of one thing I know we've gotten lucky with, especially in this area with the Beast, is a lot of the races we've done, we've gotten the biggest team. 
so they always have something for like the biggest team there and they give us you know a tent and then something saying hey east ocr they're over here blah 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 i mean that's one way of doing it i mean and kind of get people to, to talk to everyone and part of it too is most of the people in beast ocr were just social butterflies anyway <laughs> well besides brian but you know but we just we start talking to people and just get to know everyone I and mean, that's one of the biggest things in ocr is i've had so many times i've gone to races alone you know not knowing anybody and by the end of the race i have like 10 friends because i stopped at a wall and said hey who needs help and started helping people over and the next thing you knew we were best friends helping each other through the rest of the race so i mean that one's i think the one that just kind of comes with doing the race and the community there's a community mm-hmm. everyone just kind of starts talking to each other i think it's more of just giving them giving them a good festival area to meet people you know a beer right. tent or if there's not beer or whatever a, a a lunch a picnic area for everyone to sit down and have you know food or whatever and talk and i think that's just with the way most ocr people is it just it happens naturally yeah, so yeah. the whole getting to know people. I do think you you should come up with like a a mascot. You need a swamp thing like mascot, like uh, like just put Brian in a ghillie suit and make him run around. It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I'm that's game. an idea. That's an idea. It might have to wait till next year because I'm kind of overwhelmed at this point, but oh, yeah. um, that's, that's a great idea. I'd really like to get a team thing going too but I'm going to need a lot of input from you guys on that so that we can um, figure out how to run that. Well, the fun part is this year is kind of a, I mean, it sounds like you've done it the last couple of years, but it was a little smaller, just kind of like a, 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 a friendly kind of community thing. And this year it's growing a lot more. And you're going for a bigger audience. And I think this is going to be a big year of learning and everything like that, where everyone's going to have fun, they're going to enjoy it, and then, you know, do the the exit, like, hey, how was it? Kind of, you know, surveys. And then I think come back next year with a bunch of these ideas that may not be instituted this year, but have been started, if you know right. what I mean. And yeah. plus two, now I've been in contact with Brian. I've been in contact with you. I'm sure you guys are going to introduce me to many, many, many more. And um, so many brains and ideas and and things um, for what you guys want to see for obstacles or what you want to see for team things. Um, I mean, it can only get better, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And and we have somebody on our team that does just that is build obstacles and we can also get you in touch with him and yeah. you two can work that out because he does amazing with building obstacles. All right. Yeah. And the guy we're talking about, if we're talking about the same guy, built half the ones that are in my yard. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So including the one that hasn't been put up yet but yeah so i mean it's there's a lot of people that have either built obstacles in our in our group or have helped volunteer at races so they know how they go up or have ideas on what obstacles we like 
I mean, we've right. done so many races that you kind of get an idea of like, hey, this obstacle is great, or hey, they tried this obstacle and it, it didn't go over so well. So there's been a few at races that you saw like one time and never saw again because they went so bad. You know, mm. there, there's been a couple. I mean, I can, I won't go into them, but I know of a few that like sent two or three people to the hospital and they got shut down. Oh wow! So, but, yeah, no, we're out. So I mean, it's yeah, it, it's nice to you have a lot of us. I mean, it's a big group, and a lot of us have done a lot of races, and there's a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and and I want to really try hard to avoid lines as much as possible because yes. that's some of the things I've read in the comments and stuff is, you know, great mm -hmm. obstacle, but the lines really suck. <laughs> so. Which does happen. I mean, you get sometimes where an obstacle It'll go, like, bring it down to a single track where it's one person at a time, and that's where you start running into problems. If it's one person at a time to the obstacle, all of a sudden, like, it bottlenecks. And people start right. going around it or trying to find a way. They're like, yeah, I'm not waiting for this. So, it, you know, and like you said, it's this is your first year of, like, a broader market, you know, so it'll be nice to see what it is. And then, I mean, if you want afterwards, me and Brian can even set something up with a few of the beasts and sit down with you, you know, a week or two or a month afterwards and say, hey, this is what we liked. This is what, you know, people said was an issue and help you to grow and make a better event every year. Right. So. Yes, yeah. I, I would be grateful for that. Very grateful. Do you think that's doable, Brian? Absolutely. All right. right on. So, um, yeah. In the future, because I see you guys have talked a lot about some of these being longer distances. Um, mm -hmm. Because we we have 300 acres here, so we have the room to make um, a lot of extra distances or create a trail run. Or um, I don't like the idea of the obstacles being spread out so far because. And it just we makes still it have harder. cattle grazing on the fields and stuff like that, you know, yeah. so they all have to be pulled off and anything that we built, they would destroy promptly if they're still oh, out yeah. there. But, but you know, just so people know, the cattle are not in the field where we're doing the swamp stuff. They haven't been no, in there since late last summer, so... Um, and it just it, makes it more it, of an obstacle. You got dogs, dogs to cattle. I know, but some people really have an aversion to cow manure in the water yeah. or whatever. But no, the cows have not been in there. So. Um, yeah, it was actually, I, I think it was Hawaii like two years ago. Somebody uh, actually got like rammed by one of the cattle because they were going through a cattle. cattle oh, area, my goodness. And one of the, the cows actually ran into them. So. Which was, yeah, and I know I've done a race where they actually had to stop us and wait for, like, there was a whole herd of cattle that went across the trail and then wouldn't move. And there was, like, one guy, like, going up to try and challenge them. I'm like, yeah, you're dumb. I ain't doing that. I'll wait for somebody to, like, I'll wait for them to go behind them. I've dealt with cattle my whole life. So my my uncle had a farm, and, yeah, uh, they, they can be jerks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. no, and I'm, 
Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, like I said, I, I think this year, you, you know, it's a big, it's a good growing year. And then I think after that, maybe, yeah, we sit down and see, you know, if you have 300 acres, maybe there is some trail runs and other stuff you can do on that, you know, with that 300 acres, that would make it, you know, a lot of fun and more races for everybody. So. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, I guess everybody should know, you know, don't come expecting a, a great big high dollar um, area. I mean, last year we, we used blue tarps and white paint for our signs for parking and everything else because it was budget, you know, but you start what, with what you have. And, yeah. um, Absolutely. And I, I thought that would be kind of cool too for the kids to see that you you can make something out of nothing if you just use some creativity and, that's, and find and the right people to network and, with yeah it's creativity and 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 grit it's going for it you know rather than just thinking oh well this is going to be hard work and i don't want to do it it's like well Let's go for it. Let's work at it. Let's network. Let's do whatever. And that's what you're doing. And I mean, it, it's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. One of the one of the families that helped us paint signs and stuff last year, his mom told me that he goes, Mom, when this gets really big, I can say that I painted the first sign. That <laughs> 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 was pretty cute. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. No, I, I look forward to it. I think this is going to be a blast, um, you know, and I encourage all the other, the beasts and anybody else listening to this to go for it. I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, so, well, too. I'm sure excited for all of you to come. Yeah. And so, local races are just so much more special because they're from the heart. They're not about making money. They're about giving a good time to the people that come out. Exactly. I agree. And, that, and that's kind of why I like, I've said is I, I think this is one of my my final years of traveling. I think I'm going to start going for more of the locals because uh, I like what they bring to the table. You know, it's not about, you know, like you said, the money and being bigger and being the best and everything else. It's about bringing a quality product to the local racers. And I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love so it. So if, if you guys do know um, vendors or, you know, people who want to um, bring stuff and get it exposed to the running community or just whatever or to anybody, to the public in general, um, I, I'm assuming, do you, are you going to put my phone number down there or people just go to the website and email me from there or how how do you work I'll that Mike? Put the, a link to the the website and your facebook so people can, okay. can reach you there um yeah. i hate to put somebody's phone number out on the you know hey here's somebody's phone number go ahead and give her a call so thank you for that you never know what kind of weird yeah. phone calls you're going to get so yeah so if, if anybody so, emails i will definitely um get back to you and, and give you a phone number where we can chat live Perfect. about volunteering so. or vendor spaces or 
anything like that. That's awesome. I think this is going to be great, and I think it's fun to get in on the, you know, the first couple of years of it and really kind of see what's going on. So I can't wait till April 27th. So. All right. Yeah. Um, so, if anybody well, wants to email directly without waiting for the, the website link or going <laughs> to the website, it's summit to swamp at gmail.com. And that's T-O, right? Summit, T-O, swamp? Yes. Or is yes. it a two? Okay. Just wanted to make sure because, yeah. yeah, you never know if they just put the number two. So summit yeah. to swamp. Perfect. All right, and we're almost at that hour mark. So, did you have any questions in closing? In closing, uh, closing, Brian. No, no questions. I just want to thank Hedgelana for her time. This is awesome. I hope everybody gets out there. Thank you. Appreciate it. And thanks for reaching out, Brian. I really appreciate Ab it. Absolutely. And Mike, thanks for taking the time to do this and promote us. Oh yeah, anytime. So, did you have anything else you wanted to say, Hazana? No, I'm good. Thanks. Just, All right, um, perfect. Well, hope everybody has a great I day. Say, <laughs> I will thank say, you, Mike. thank you. Thank you both for being on the episode with me, and I look forward to being out there April 27th and having a blast with everybody. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. Bye. 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 Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you. Because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry. Even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com. For the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.